Matt Step, it's that time of year. What are you most looking forward to about losing 30 pounds in College Station? Getting to wear the big dumb hat for three days. Tap and step your premium Texas high school football podcast from your friends, your heat wave warriors at Dave Campbell's Texas football and texasfootball.com. I am the Tep Greg Tepper. And I'm the Step, Matt Step. We're in the same room again. Like, this Hello. is like a, we're on a heater now. I mean, I, I probably shouldn't say heater. Yeah, yeah. It's, uh, all uh, things being bad, considered. Uh, the, the entire state's on a heater at the moment oh, if we're talking uh, about that. Yeah, it's tough. good to see you. It's, it's good. good to see you. It's, uh, this is your June edition of Tep and Step, which mm-hmm. is always, except for that uh, dreaded 2020. Mm-hmm. We won't talk about that. Our state seven on seven preview yep uh big things pop in here on it's a big Tep weekend it's it's the other than coaching school it's like the big event of the summer you know oh yeah i mean it's, this is it's, this is a one-two punch and yeah. and this when we come back from seven on seven and when we cool off then i will be Really excited for coaching school. Yeah, I have a vacation between then mm-hmm. because uh, it's my wife and I's anniversary. My so, wife, um, and I'm excited about that. You breaking any news? Where are you taking her? Because she listens to this podcast. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. This is the. Bo- she barely listens to TFT, which is like an all-purpose show. You think uh, she's going to listen to this the nonsense? Nerdcast. Oh my god. Mm. Um, no, it is. Uh, we're going to Napa Valley. Oh um, okay. Yeah. Will wine be drink? Wine will be had. This is her trip. Yeah. She has had to put up with. Your nonsense Me. for your, her entire marriage. Oh, God. Yeah. And think about all of the crap that, like, I make her do. Like, mm-hmm. go to a bunch of Ranger games. Stuff yeah, like that. Poor lady. Right. Poor, so she's like, I want to go to Napa Jen. Valley for our 10th anniversary. Mm-hmm. It's like, cool. We can do that. And uh, I'm getting excited about it. I'll, I'll admit, when she first uh, brought it up, I was like, all right, I'll bite the bullet. I'll be, I'll do it. But it's 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 going to be nice and cool. I the weather. The weather is probably the one, the one thing you're looking forward weather to. The weather right? will be great. I, wine is okay like i like wine i'm sure it'll be better but like you know we're gonna eat good we're gonna be away from the kids you're a hard liquor kind of guy hashtag hard liquor tepper i'm a brown liquor guy yeah yeah. brown liquor guy Mm -hmm. uh but we're doing that but but then it's like it's and i think like the whole staff is taking off it's like the the week after fourth of july like i think the whole staff is taking Mm -hmm. off because like that's kind of the last it's kind of the last gasp because then it's coaching school and it's right in football season yeah so um, you know it's it's you know we get yeah the magazine comes out and we get you know, not now for me. This is like my because I've been I've been at SQTs. Mm-hmm. You kind of de- you took a week off. You you went to you did, you did your volunteer thing for a week, and then you know it's been, you know slowed down a little bit. You've been doing a lot of interviews, doing the interview circuit. I know and now you know, now seven on seven hits, and then it's, you know. I mean, at, at this point, like it's funny because like we'll talk about this at, at coaching school, but this is really this is we have started to climb the. Uh, the roller coaster. Like we're not at the top. Mm-hmm. Coaching school is like when we get the tick, 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 yeah. tick. That's when you get to the top, and then it's it, then you go. But uh, no, it's it's good to be back on a normal schedule. It's good to be back doing things, and it'll be fun. Forward. It's good to get the whole crew together. We'll it see is. a bunch of our media buddies down there. We'll, we'll shoot the breeze. We'll be miserable together. Uh, let's do this. Okay, so that's one thing we want to do. Uh, you made the bold claim that uh, the the forecasting college station is getting better based on my weather, based app. on your weather app, and yes. I said. I said my weather app said it was getting 
Um, or no, let me rephrase. Pickle told me that her weather app was good. Was looking can, was looking worse. Is Pickle a journalist that can be trusted? Many are saying no. Yeah. I Many mean, are saying no. Yeah, okay. So. so what well, I'm looking at AccuWeather. Okay. You're, you're looking you're at Weatherbug. Weatherbug. Yes. Thursday, the high in College Station is 100. 100. Okay, we agree. Okay. Friday. 102. 102. Okay, maybe we're in lockstep. And okay. Saturday. 102. I got 103. Yeah, uh, but yeah. Now, now, last week it was it was it was like 103, 103, 106, wasn't yes. it? There was a 106. I know there was a 106 Saturday, in there, yeah. and they said something along the lines of blazing sunshine, which <laughs> honestly rude. Like yeah. <laughs> that just sounds like running at the score. Yeah. That, that is the weather example. We I'm get it, God. Yeah. Like we get it. Yeah. Uh, I will if we top out at 103. This weekend, this yeah. is sad to say, a sad commentary. <laughs> Consider that a victory. If we top out at 103, I'll take it. Yeah. Now, here's the other thing. Saturday, people forget, I, I, the, shortened, the shortened games have made Saturday a lot more bearable. Mm-hmm. I looked, I, I timestamped last year when I tweeted out that Hebron beat Lake Travis. and, and it, it was... Twelve thirty-eight. Wow. So okay, because I remember we went. Pow, I, I rode back with Powers. We went to Whataburger, and it was not even two o'clock when we were you at know Whataburger. What? Pickle and I, because that was my birthday last year. Yeah. Pickle and I stopped at Chicken Express mm-hmm. in ooh, one of those towns. Hearn might have been Hearn. That's, and, that's uh, the closest one. Yeah. Once, you, once you get out of Brian College, yeah, Hearn. we ate it's the Hearn or Marlin. Chicken Express and Hearn, and um, and yeah, I remember look. I remember it being a reasonable lunchtime. Yeah, you know. What so I mean? that's the good thing about the, the Saturday. Even though, even if it had been a I mean, thankfully, it's not 106 Saturday. Sunday's going to be 104. But <laughs> at least we'll be out of there before the heat oh of the day really God. hits in. Yeah. Now, Thursday and Friday are Friday's gonna be... Friday's going to be brutal, guys, because all day. Yeah, it's tough. Yeah. Anyway, you're you got you're sick of hearing us complain about about the weather because uh, we had to go have fun with our football friends. Uh, it is uh, we're going to preview the state seven on seven tournament, which you can find all the information at TexasFootball.com/slash-seven-on-seven. Everything you would ever want to know about yeah. seven on seven, and, and tons of content coming over the course of this week. But we will start, as we always do, Matthew, with your Texas high school football fun fact of the week. All right, Matthew. Uh, I've got a piece coming up tomorrow for Math Tuesday, but I want to give you a little math bit of Math Tuesday. Let me ask you a question, Matthew. There were 40 UIL 11-man state semifinalists last year, right? Mm-hmm. Makes sense. Mm-hmm. 6A Division One through 2A Division Two, 10 brackets, four semifinals in each. There's math 40. checks out there. Math checks out. Mm-hmm. Of the 40... State semifinalists last year, mm-hmm. how many participated in the 2021 state 7-on-7 seven seven tournament? How many qualified okay. to go to College Station the year prior to them making the semifinals? Of the 40. I'm going to say 16. The answer, Matthew... Is 18. Okay, that was close. Nearly half of the semifinalists were in the state seven-on-seven tournament mm-hmm. months prior, because um, that's the whole you know the whole conversation I think from people, especially people who don't understand not, don't understand phrase who like don't buy into what seven-on-seven is. Yeah, and there's it, there's it a, a sizable contingent yes. of people who and do. they're like just not waste of time. Typically, that contingent happens to be people whose schools don't play seven-on-seven. Yeah. Seven. But. <laughs> um, the idea, the question is, does it have an impact? Like, is it predictive for the fall? And the answer is, of course, it's complicated. Mm-hmm. But I think you look That's at what this, she said. and if eighteen, <laughs> if eighteen of the semifinalists were there, that's something, right? Yeah. Especially half. considering. So 
So here were the yeah. ones. Here are the ones that were the state semifinalists that were in, were that qualified for state seven on seven last year. Albany, Austin LBJ, Austin Westlake, Salina, China Spring, College Station, Quero, Denton Geyer, Fall City, Franklin, Gunner, Holly, Lake Travis, Lorena, South Lake Carroll, Stratford, Tyler Chapel Hill, Wascom. An mm-hmm. asterisk on t- on South Lake Carroll. They did not participate in the state seven on seven tournament. They did the same thing this year. Mm-hmm. They qualified and then said, "Now we're not going to go." Yeah. Um, but there were tw- and then of the twenty two that didn't that weren't state seven on seven. There's at least a handful of those that like just like don't play. Lubbock Roosevelt. Yeah, they just. Did, I, I'm not even sure Lubbock Roosevelt plays in a league. Um, maybe they do, and I just don't know about yeah. it. I, but they're, they're you know, I, somebody asked me how many schools play seven on seven. Period. Yeah. And I said I bet at least ninety yeah. percent of the schools play some form of seven on seven. Now whether or not they participate in SQTs is another topic, but. I'd say at least they ninety percent play some form. So, and there the thing is, there were of the twenty two that didn't qualify for state seven on seven last year. Ten of them have never made seven on seven state. Uh, Payto, okay, obviously new school, yeah. Liberty Hill, mm-hmm. who it, their offense is not really conducive <laughs> to that. <laughs> no way. Um, Lubbock Roosevelt, same thing. Yeah. Lubbock Cooper, kind of the same thing too. Yeah, they don't Although, play. Yeah, they, don't, uh, they play local league play. They don't play SQTs. Uh, Mart has never made it. Yeah, they don't play SQTs at all. Mount Vernon. Mount Vernon did play SQT, didn't qualify, but they uh, did play. North Shore, you, now, you told me this. Caveat on Mount Vernon, yeah. they played last year, they lost to Chapel Hill to mm. qualify for state. Got so, it. Mm. so, yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Um, North Shore, who you say they don't they don't play in state qualifiers. They have a league, but they don't play in state qualifiers. Uh, Shiner. Yeah, that, I'm not even sure they play in a league. Maybe. South Oak Cliff. They play, but not, not SQTs. And then Timpson. Same, same, same thing. So there are ten. There are ten that you you can basically say that there are. If you take away Mount Vernon, like they 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 put it out there, they try. You're basically looking at thirteen of the forty semifinalists that play seven on seven that mm-hmm. didn't qualify for state. So I'm not saying that it's necessarily predictive, but I think that like what I've kind of come around to is like if you're pretty good at seven on seven, you're probably going to be pretty good in the There's fall. There's correlation there. There's correlation. Chick- now it's chicken and egg, right? We, you know, yeah. People will say, well, they'd be good probably at real football regardless of seven on seven. You might be right. All but- all 18, so in the three division era, all 18 finalists, seven on seven finalists mm-hmm. played in the final game, uh, made the playoffs. All 18. Uh, they average about ten and a half wins a year. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. Yeah. Including you've got a state champion there, twenty nineteen Pleasant Grove, and then a state finalist, uh, uh, twenty eighteen Pleasant Grove. So, anyway, all of that is to say, I think there's something there, and I think that there's. Yeah. I'm not saying it's a super strong, like it's not predict, not necessarily like locked and loaded. That if you're good, you win. If they, if a team walks out with a big trophy at in College Station, that doesn't mean they're going to win the state championship. No. But I think what it says is, all right. They're a team to keep an eye on in the mm-hmm, fall. Mm-hmm. I think I think that's a fair. It's, it's correlation, not causation. So there it is, your Texas high school football fun fact of like the week. It. All right, if you go to texasfootball.com, Matthew, I don't know if you've seen this. You seen this website? I've heard of it. Um, we've got everything you need for the Texas high school f- or Texas state seven on seven tournament coming up here this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday in College Station, which of course you can stream live. Uh, many many games, mm-hmm. like ninety four games. Yeah, total. Yeah, live for free on texanlive.com. Thanks to our friends at the Texas Army National Guard. Gotta love it. Love you guys. Now let's just put this, this caveat yeah. out. If your school is not being streamed, don't be mad at us. Yeah, we, we there are some technological and logistical limitations to what we so, can do in College Station. So there are. Do you know how many fields there are? They there's thirteen. 
full football fields exactly. out there. So there's 13 fields, and for seven on seven, they split them in half. Mm-hmm. So you've got two games going on on a single so field. Really, technically, 26, 26 seven on seven fields. 26 potentially seven on seven f- fields available. We are going to be on four of them, and yes. we're not going to be moving around. This isn't red zone. Yeah. We're just going to be stationed on the two turf fields, which are the championship fields. Yes, and the pools that play there. We're going to broadcast our games. Yeah. And then whenever the uh, the knockout rounds come around, then we're going to be broadcasting whichever games are on those, those two fields. fields yeah. So and the reason why is because there's we can we we number one we have to have to keep our equipment cool. Yes. <laughs> a lot of a lot of a lot of equipment, expensive equipment that has to be kept. It's mm-hmm. it's blazing hot out there, so we only have a certain. There's not natural shade out there, so we're a little limited on how much shade we can actually set up. Mm-hmm. And number two is power. Power and internet power and internet and so we're limited so those those fields there's access to power outlets and we can broadcast games from those fields so hopefully your team is on those fields if not if, if they keep winning they will be yeah eventually, eventually. Uh, if not we'll follow us on social media follow at dctf uh, follow at texas seven on seven you'll be able to keep up with how your team is doing so there are 128 teams that are going to descend upon aggie land here uh plus us we'll be there too yeah. um and the rest of the media the mess of the rest of the, the media mafia press. will be in the house the leering press will be there and so what we're going to do is we're going to go through each of the three divisions if you didn't know Six, uh, Division one is 6A, 5A, and the large private schools. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Division two is 4A plus 3A Division one plus the small private schools, mm-hmm. and then uh, two, and then uh, Division three is everyone else. It's the smaller schools, 3A D two and below, and below. So if if a six man team wants to play, we don't have any six man qualifiers this year. Um, if they want to play, they will play in Division three. Yes. All that is to say, we've got 128 teams. You can find the pools on TexasFootball.com/slash/seven-on-seven, and we're going to go through each of the divisions and talk about uh, a few different categories. The categories I've got for this are: we're going to talk about the Pool of Doom. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about a hipster pool. Mm-hmm. We're going to talk about one team you are particularly excited to watch for any reason. It can be whatever reason you want. And then we're going to have our favorites. Maybe one or two teams that we've got our eye on that we think could win the whole division. So I propose to you, Matt Step, do you want to go smallest to largest or do you want to go largest to smallest? Let's go largest to smallest. I, okay. so in order of the, the yeah. order of the games that will be played. That would be smallest to largest. Is that what we're doing? I thought you said largest to small. No, smallest to Sorry, um, smallest to largest. Um, you might have said that, and I am. I have it's been, been a long day. It's it's after. F- I, typically, we, re- we record Tep and Step right after our Monday meeting, which is like usually 345. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was late today, and it was it's 520 right now. And yeah. Tepper's already going to be a terrible father right. this week, and right. he's going to be right. he's even being a terrible it's father okay. now. I'm he's mad at being me. a terrible father. All right. We're going to start with Division Three, the smallest of the divisions, uh, comprising 3A Division Two and below. Mm-hmm. Matt Step, we've got eight pools here, Pool A through H. You can find them all on TexasFootball.com slash 7on7. I'm going to put you on the spot. All right. What is your Pool of Doom? I think this is pretty easy. Oh, do you? I do. Pool D. Mm-hmm. Uh, you've got Dangerfield, East Bernard, Toller, and Wink. Mm-hmm. For Division Three. That's because division three. There's some you know haves and have nots, mm-hmm. and not, it's not like division one where it can be really tough. Division three, there's, there's usually a pretty, pretty clear line de- line of demarcation. Not in this pool. This is four really good teams. You have the defending champions, East Bernard, who who remember last year they they rolled through this thing. They were pretty dominant, super dominant. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Dangerfield, who made the semifinals last year and who has the probably the biggest recruit in the Division Three bracket with Aaron Hampton, the Texas mm-hmm. commit. Um, 
Toller, Wink, Wink is a perennial seven on seven team, and really good at re- they're great in real football, and they're always really tough at seven on seven. They got Cannon Gibson yeah. back for his umpteenth year of eligibility. <laughs> he's got to be twenty seven. <laughs> I know. It's he's got to be twenty seven. And then Toller, I think Jeremy Mullins has done a great job at Toller. They they've become a competitive program. This is their second straight year going to state seven on seven. Great pool here. I I say without a doubt it's pool D. Okay. It's the pool of death. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say a couple things. One. A hundred percent agree. That is absolutely the pool of doom. So you're right. It is the pool of doom. I'm just going to say something different for the sake of argument. Understood. Uh, If you're talking about the second pool of doom, I think it's their neighbor. I think it's pool C. Uh, when you look at Marlin, mm-hmm. uh, even without uh, uh, you know their Daring Gallet, yeah. if you didn't hear Daring Gallet, it sounds like is going to be out for the year. Po- possibly. possibly, they're 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 getting a second opinion, so we'll see. Uh, but they're going to be cautious with the yes. kid of that of that coach Torres already told me they're they're going to be cautious, even if you know they get a different opinion than yeah. you know the first. The, you know, fingers crossed for him. Yeah. Here's here's hoping we could see him in a playoff game. That would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, that'd be really cool. But even without him, yeah. Marlins still loaded. They're loaded. Uh, Poth, who is really dangerous, won a, as well. won a title in 2019. Yeah, do have to. They do have to replace a quarterback there, but they're very interesting. And then Brady and, and Gilmer Harmony, who were both uh, winning programs last mm-hmm. year, and mm-hmm. and there's uh, and both bring back. Uh, uh, both bring back rather, or Gil uh, Harmony rather brings back a thirty-six hundred yard passer from yeah. last year's World Cup. So I would say I think you're right. In Division Three, Pool D is the Pool of Doom. Mm-hmm. But if you're looking for a different one, you would look at Pool C. All right, give me your hipster pool. What is the pool that you look at and you're like, all right, maybe people, maybe it's not uh, Dangerfield, East Bernard, Toller, and Wink, but what's the one that you're you might we might be swinging the golf cart over to? Pool A. Okay. I really like Pool A. I think one to four, it's a really balanced pool. No real clear favorite in this pool. You've got, and I, if memory serves, all four are repeat customers at State 707. Miles, I think, is the one I can't remember if Miles made it last year, but they've been to College Station before. Um, so I like this pool. Lexington's got some intriguing young talent. Garrison is always a team, to, and Miles did make it last year. So you have four teams, mm-hmm. all four who made it State 707 last year. Uh, Garrison's always super athletic. Um, Brandon Alvarez has done a good job with that program. They'll be This is their second time around. They'll be ready to go. And Stratford, who made a great run last year, and that was a kind of a forerunner to what they did in the fall winning mm-hmm. the state champion. Remember, we talked to Coach Lovern. Mm-hmm. Me and you took our golf cart over and talked to him, and he specifically said, we got to get better throwing the football. We think this will help us. And well, what do you know? They won a state championship last and year. And he was so, right. Yeah. Um, now, they lost a lot, but yeah. Stratford is a winning program. They're always in the mix. So I like Pool A. I think it's going to be a fun pool where any one of those four teams could win that pool. So I've got um, – I'm, I'm going to look at Pool F. Pool F, Holly, Hearn, Stamford, and Three Rivers is my hipster pool because this is, I believe, the only pool in the entire tournament that has four quarterbacks that earned all district nods coming back. Wow, that's okay? a fun fact. There's a, there's that's a, fun, a deep cut right there's there. There's a fun fact that'll take two seconds for you. Like uh, Hawley, of course, was a, a state finalist from a year ago. Uh, they are going to be, they're going to be once again uh, very good, even even losing a fair amount of their, their playmakers, uh, but they've got Rody Hooper back, uh, who of course kind of stepped in and, and at, at their quarterback spot and, and earned all district honors from a year ago. Hearn uh, is bringing back Keyshawn Langham, who was uh, a 1,000-yard f- passer from a year ago. Stanford brings back uh, 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 Case Beeson, 
Jackson, uh, who they I think that they're going to continue to roll out there at, at quarterback. Uh, and then even Three Rivers. Three Rivers bring back uh, Caden Solis, uh, who got hurt last year and mm-hmm. back from injury. Uh, all four of those guys, uh, that is a... That is an experienced group of ball of, of, of yeah, clubs that have yeah. been playing together a long time. That I think is going to make that for a, a fun pool to keep an yeah, eye. And Hearn's got a little bit of the home field advantage. They're only being about twenty miles from College Station. So yeah. They all, and they always do well. At yeah, state tournament, and, so. and maybe if they win, that they will hold off on giving me a ticket on the way home. Um, all right, T's and P's, <laughs> T's and P's. I like to go fast. Um, all right, give me. A team to watch, a team you're a team you're excited to watch for whatever reason it may be. Mm. Um, I think I'm I'm interested in Childress, mm-hmm. and I want to see how their new quarterback performs because Childress, Childress last year was the runner-up in state. They lost to East Bernard in a really good championship game. Um, they had a great regular season, and then they kind of you know had we know what happened in the first round of playoffs with Childress. They subsequently got rid of their head coach, who is now uh, an assistant at Mount Pleasant, by the way. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, yeah, Coach Sims is now at Mount Pleasant with Joe Cluley. Um, but Childress brings back, so they have a new coach, Bo Helm, former defensive coordinator. And they bring back everybody except for the quarterback. So I want to see how Childress' new quarterback looks. Because if their new quarterback can get the job done, I think Childress is going to be a team to watch. So I'm really intrigued uh, by watching Childress there in Pool G. Literally the exact same reasoning that you said – is why I'm interested in watching Tidehaven. Okay. Tidehaven's a ball club that I'm interested in because, again, they bring back a lot. They bring back six starters on defense, seven starters on offense. But one of the pieces that they're going to be missing is Logan Crow, who was a 2,700-a passer or something like that from a year ago. He was really the straw that stirred the drink there for Tidehaven. Um, can they replace him? Obviously, things have gone well enough in replacing him that they're able to make it to College Station. Yeah. It took him a while, though. Yeah. They had to play, I think, three. It took him the third tournament they finally got in. And that, to me, if you're looking for like what, like the way I watch 7-on-7, seven seven, is I'm trying to look for things that are ultimately, I think you can, like playmakers that you can project forward in the fall. Mm-hmm. And if Tidehaven finds a QB and Tidehaven's passing attack with for, for Coach Lucio gets going, then it's, you know, it's full steam ahead for the Tigers. You pay you start paying attention to what they're able to do there in Region mm-hmm. 4 of 3A Division 2. So Tidehaven's a team that I'm I'm going to want to swing by their field there. And uh, which, which pool they get drawn into? They're in um, pool, I believe it's F. That's no, no, um, uh, B. B. They're in pool B with Alpine, Dublin, New Waverly, and Tidehaven. Um, I could be down for it. Alpine and Tidehaven. That's a weird matchup. That's, I love that's it. Why I lo- yeah, that's why you love a 707 because it's a weird matchup. <laughs> Alpine and Tidehaven. Two, two programs that are just now learning that those cities exist. Yes. Hey, Tidehaven didn't know Alpine existed, then you know, they're missing out. Yeah, I was going to say. Yeah, so. All right. I'm going to tell our Alpine folks to bring us some Alicia's. I'm down. Yeah, we bring one of those tacos. Um, all right. Finally, give me your pick to click. Who? Give me one. One? Maybe. You can have as many as two. Okay. I have four listed. God, step. <laughs> um, I'll go um, Dangerfield and Holly. Okay. Those are my two. Okay. Um, obviously, Dangerfield making the state making the uh, semifinals last year in 707 they're always great at real football uh holly with all the experience they had coming back i want to see deontay ramon mm-hmm. who really stood out for holly late late in their playoff run want to see him and chandler myers go for for the bearcats i think holly um i think they're the they're the big country's chance best chance at making real noise in the state 707 so those are my two dangerfield and holly see this is really interesting because um those are neither of my picks i like it my picks are going to be two former champions, I'm going to go with Gunner and Poth. Gunner and Poth are the mm-hmm. teams. 
Gunner, um, you may remember last year, I believe Hut Graham was not there. I think he was on some sort of church thing or something like that. Yeah. Um, I don't know what the situation is going to be this year, but I think Gunner is... Gunner, I can't believe he chose God over 7-on-7. <laughs> Gunner is going to be... Um, Gunner, Gunner knows how to play 7-on-7. Seven seven. Yeah, they're Gunner's, they're yeah. one of the... If you're making a list of five favorites... They're on the short list. Every year, Gunner's on the list. And then Poth. Poth won it in 2019. Yeah. They've got that... You know, and, and to me... Bringing back as much as they bring back on the defensive side, I think they've got an opportunity if they can find a quarterback. If they find a quarterback, mm-hmm. they're cooking with Crisco. Uh, but I'm going to go with Gunner and Poth as my two picks uh, to click there in, in Division Three. All right, Matthew, let's matriculate now over to Division Two. Division Two. Um, I will say this before we get going, and, we, and I ask you for your pool of doom. I do think that these pools are a little bit more balanced, and I think there's an argument to be made for two or three different pools Agree. to be the, the pool of doom. So Agree. what is your pool of doom in Division Two? I went with Pool B. Okay. I think Anna is going to be really good this year. Mm-hmm. Year two of Seth Parr, he's got that thing humming. They got a lot of talent there. Um, the quarterback who moved in from Allen, the bullet kid who just recently committed to La Tech, um, gives them a, a really they, – and they've got a deep squad. And sometimes depth can play a role, especially on day, on day two. This thing, I think Anna, when he comes to depth, is going to be right there. Uh, Brownwood, mm-hmm. I think Brownwood's a threat to make a lot of noise. And then in, in the fall, I think they're a real sleeper there in Region 1. Um Coach Burnett's told us about this uh, this senior class as for a couple of years now. I think they're going to be a threat. Silsby, Draylon Miller, if you haven't seen him play and watched him, he is one of the fastest kids you will see in this tournament. And then Smithville, um, you look at Smithville and their and their qualifying tournament, their defense they they gave up like twelve points in four games. How do you how do you do that in seven on seven? So I think to me for me, Pool B is the one I'm going to be watching in Division Two. I think it's a great pool. Would you like some breaking news? Breaking. Ruben Owens just committed to Louisville. That's he was supposed to be visiting TCU this week. That's weird. Okay. Um, okay. All right. That that threw me. I'm for sure a Greg Powers will have oh some. Oh my god. That's yeah. okay. So. Um, all right. Anyway, let's move uh, from my pool of doom. As I said, I think Division Two's got a few different options. I'm gonna go with pool. I'm gonna go with pool D. Pool D uh, has got Goliad. Kaufman, the defending state champs in 7-on-7 seven seven in Division Two, Lorena, the defending state champs in 11-man football mm-hmm. in 3A Division uh, Two, moving up to 3A Division One. Is that right? Yeah, that's right. Yes. Um, and then Fort Bend Christian. Fort Bend Christian is probably the the one that you don't know a ton about, but this is a this is a ball club that I think is going to have uh, is going to have an opportunity in the private school ranks. Well, uh, I noticed you meant you had them ranked in the top ten in the small yes, private schools, so that, they that have, caught my attention. They have got some playmakers, and they're going to be particularly dangerous. I think they've got a quarterback and and Brand, Brady Deaver who threw for nearly. Four thousand yards that and fifty-seven good. touchdowns. That last seems year. good. So it seems conducive to seven on seven. Right. So keep an eye on them and a, and a quarterback by, or a wide receiver, by the way, uh, named Brian Domino. That's excellent. Yeah. It's an excellent. And Kaufman is a team that, yes. that they may not always look great in qualifying, but if they can just get to College Station, they always seem to do. They always seem to play really well yes. at state seven. Also, so don't disregard the fact that Kaufman maybe had some struggles during qualifying. They're, they've 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 got to College Station. They're always a tough out. Yes. So that is one to to certainly keep an eye on is is Pool D. I think it's going to be I think it's going to be very interesting, especially uh, once you start looking at the the whole strength the whole the whole, you know ever, all everything about it because Goliad I think is going to be pretty good too. So mm-hmm. keep an eye on on all of them. Okay. 
What about your hipster pool? What is your pool that uh, that you're we're going to need to swing the golf cart by? Uh, pool F, mm-hmm. and the reason why is I think you've got two favorites, Breckenridge and Hitchcock, right off the bat. Pool F, that might be the first game that we go watch. Game one, yeah. Uh, Breckenridge and Hitchcock, I think those two, that, that's going to be an absolute barn burner because those are two, if I was ranking the top five teams, Breckenridge and Hitchcock would be in that top five. And I I, I don't think, the, I think the loser of that game is still going to be in pretty good shape if they can they can finish second in the pool. So, But I want to see that, that high-flying matchup right away. And then you look at Lago Vista and Sunnyvale, two pretty good programs right there in three and four. I think Pool F is a super, super underrated pool. All right, I'm going to go... I'm going to go all the way to the end. I'm going to go to Pool H. Pool H is the place where we've just got a lot of questions about pretty much every single team. We all we like all the teams. When you're taking a look at at, at China Spring, Hereford, Lindale, and Seeley, mm-hmm. I like all of them. But they've all got questions, and specifically, a lot of them have questions at quarterback. China Spring has got to replace, uh, of course, Major uh, Bowden. Major Bowden. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Lindale has got to replace their quarterback, Sam Peterson. Uh, Seeley. Seeley does not have a question. They've got Devon yeah. Himaluski for. Uh, and Devon, I'm, I know I'm butchering your last yeah. name. I'm so sorry. Uh, he's a three year starter. But so he's, if, he's the one guy yeah. that's like a known commodity there. And Hereford's kind of an unknown commodity. They're kind of a surprise qualifier out of out of the Dumas SQT. This is their first time ever coming to college. Station, right. So, so they're a bit of a, an unknown commodity. Yeah. So. There's a lot of questions basically outside of like Sealy's quarterback uh, that I think we're going to find out a lot about some contenders. You know, mm-hmm. we're going to find out a lot about where China Spring is in, in life after after Major Bowden. Mm-hmm. We're going to find out, uh, you know, where, um, you know, exactly how Hereford stacks up. You know, it, maybe maybe Hereford's one of those teams that like we've overlooked a little bit. So certainly interesting. I'm, I'm going to keep an eye on on Pool H rather in, in Division 2. All right. Now, give me a team that you are particularly excited to get some eyes on in College Station. Uh, China Spring, yeah. because I think they might have a transfer quarterback that has moved in from uh, Wimberley, possibly. Is that right? I've heard that. Hmm. It's the rumor. I, I've not confirmed that, but uh, I want to see China Spring, because I think every, if they can get the quarterback position settled, I think they're going to be uh, really fun to watch. Um, and then Texarkana, Pleasant Grove. Those yeah. are I, I got two. Pleasant Grove because they they struggled last year. They 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 were really young, but they're they are veteran laden. And you remember 2018 and 2019, Pleasant Grove I think got to the semifinals in the championship game at seven on seven. Josh Gibson, mm-hmm. he's a wing T guy. He loves him some seven on seven. He does love him. And some Pleasant seven on Grove seven. is going to be poised to do some damage they got some dudes yes they got some dudes and we'll talk about this whenever we get to our 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 pre our big shows of of preseason uh shows here in in august but um i know i said it a lot as we were going through those playoffs i was like y'all are screwing up by letting them Mm -hmm. hang around and play these playoffs games because they're all sophomores and freshmen like you're gonna pay for this and maybe this is when they start paying for it because i mean they're always pretty good so there's two teams that i'm kind of excited about and i'm gonna cheat here all right one of them is a team that i i'm pretty sure is going to be a contender and i feel pretty good about and that's lago vista okay lago vista of course was a 10 win well if you think lago vista is a contender you've got three contenders in that pool hitchcock breckenridge and lago vista uh lago vista uh has a a a a couple of game changers. Ethan Helton is a game changer quarterback spot, or rather wide receiver spot. Uh, they've got Bowen Staub, the, the mm-hmm. quarterback back, who is, is a real dual threat, but if he can take that next step passing, then really watch out. The other one, and this is very hipstery, we see San Antonio is Davenport, and I'm pretty excited about it. Okay, like, okay. I want to see what this thing is about, because uh, going, they are such a mystery. To, like They're such a mystery, 
in a in an alignment where let's say they're pretty good. If they're pretty good, you start looking at region four and you start mm-hmm, going, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and we're going to find out about Davenport because they got Pleasant Grove and West Orange Stark in their Yes, field. they will get tested very early. No yeah. matter what, we will have a feeling for how they stack up mm-hmm, against mm-hmm. quality UIL varsity programs. Now, yes. I mean, they played a, a, an outlaw schedule last year. They went 6-4. and four. They're pretty good, but they got a 2,200-yard passer back in Tristan Hamlin. This is a different animal, though. Like, these yeah. are going to be the best teams they face. So we will really get a nice litmus test for where this young Davenport program is. So I'm excited to see da- San Antonio Davenport. All right. Now, what is – let's get your, your two picks. You're going to have up to two picks okay. of teams that are going to win – Division and I've mentioned a couple already, so I'll go. I'll, I'll mention a couple teams that I haven't mentioned, and they're in the same pool. Ironically, yeah. I'm going to go to Pool G. Lots of orange there. Salina and Dumas. Keep an eye on those two. Yeah, Dumas has this is their third appearance at State Seven on Seven. First time they went, they got to the quarterfinals, got to the semifinals last year. Dumas is really good at seven on seven. They bring a big crowd down from the Panhandle. They, yeah, they love do. playing seven on seven. They always have a big setup. Yes, and then Salina. I mean, what what else can you say about Salina? Salina is the most decorated seven on seven team around. Uh, they were really good in early qualifying, so I think those two teams are among the favorites to um to make a lot of noise. Just to be a little bit different, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna say, golly. You stole one of them because I was going to say Dumas. Dumas it feels pretty good. I mean, I've mentioned right, like 12 I was, teams. I, was so. gonna, I know. Kaufman is obviously defending champs. They mm-hmm. deserve to be uh, to be respected. kind of feel like Columbus could do it. I Col- saw Columbus, Columbus. At, the, at the Columbia SQT, and they were really good. And they've got – They've got a Shobel at quarterback. Yes. And when you got a Shobel playing for Columbus, you can usually do some d- good things. They have got playmakers. Adam Shobel, who was a 2,400-yard passer a year ago. As a throw- freshman. He's going to throw the ball to a guy named Tommy Shobel. Mm-hmm. Um, I bet that Matt Shobel will be there. I bet if we went to get an interview with every Shobel, like we may need to do like the, the fisheye lens. To get How home. far is Columbus from College Station? Could we eat at Shobel's? Probably not. I bet it's. I bet it's two hours. Let's find out. Okay, College Station TX2. Could we post game meal at, Col- at Shovels? According to Google Maps, hour and a half. I mean, it's doable. Hour and a half. Let's go. Okay. Anyway, uh, we just follow the bus. Um, they're not taking a the bus. They'll take a van. Anyway, that is Division Two. Um, a fun. I would say. That might be the bracket I'm most looking forward to. Division one will be fun, and Division three will be fun. But I think Division two is maybe the most wide open. Yeah, and Division two is always. It's fun. got the most depth of contenders there yeah. that you could see. I could see any number of like 15 or 16 mm-hmm. different teams, half the field winning it, which makes it really fun. Let's round it all out with the biggest class or the biggest division rather. Uh, division one. This is the big boys. Six A, five A. And the large private schools. Uh, we will start, Matthew, with your pool of doom. What is the pool of doom in Division One? I? I feel like this was pretty easy. I mean, mm-hmm. it jumped off the page at me. Uh, pool E. Pool E's nuts. Yeah, because you've got DeSoto, Late Travis. You've got a really good high tower team who's super athletic and super t- talented, and probably maybe the best team in El Paso in Eastlake. Eastlake's yes. a perennial team that goes to state seven on seven. I think Pool E is amazing. There's going to be one. There's going to be one or two really good teams that don't don't even get to the championship bracket because this pool is so loaded. Pool E is ridiculous. It is yeah. that is the answer. Pool E is the pool of doom. Okay, 
Let me now tell you about a different pool that I am interested <laughs> in that could be that could it, also it be very so good. obvious. It pool E was it, it, it is yeah. so obvious, but allow me to try to sell you on pool O. Okay. I think Pool O is going to be a lot of fun. Okay. You've got a quality program from the from the Valley in Mission that I think is uh, the, the Valley teams always come up here and They're scrappy underdogs. They 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 love they love the big stage. Yeah, they they never shy. They don't the get this stage. chance very right. often. Mission Prosper, I think, is going to be very very dangerous as well. With with they've got a quarterback coming back. Uh, same thing with the, uh, San Antonio Brandeis. San Antonio mm-hmm. Brandeis mm-hmm. is going to be fun to watch. And then the Woodlands, Major Matower, who and is they're back. loaded. And, and they're and, loaded. And Quanell Farrakhan transferred yes. in from Grand Oaks, and they had another kid move in, move back to Woodlands from Grand. The Woodlands is loaded. Yeah, Pool O is going to be really fun. I, I think that that's going to be fun. You're right. Pool, pool E is the Pool of Doom. That is not really up for debate, but Pool O ain't bad. And no. I think that there's there's a, there's reason to believe that that's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So Pool O gets an honorable mention as Pool of Doom. I like it. All right. Give me a hipster pool. Give me a pool that we're going to have to make sure we swing by and see at least one or two of the games. <sighs> pool B. Yeah. I like Pool B a lot. I think it's a deep pool with out one through four is probably the deepest pool in Division One. You, you got the defending champions, Hebron. Uh, you've got Cinco Ranch, who, you know, last year we they made State 7-on-7, seven seven and we said, okay, watch out for, for Cinco. They're starting to come along. They had a great year in the fall. I think they got to the third or fourth round last year. Mm-hmm. Harker Heights. We watched that Harker Heights-DeSoto game yep. last year. That was a great – Harker Heights is as talented as anyone in the tournament. And I think Wichita Falls Rider is sneaky good as well. They qualified at the very first tournament. Uh, they're, I believe, 7-0 and in two tournaments. Ryder is a strong team as well. This is a really good pool. Pool B, one through four. I think every game is going to be competitive. Might need to get the tiebreakers out for this pool. I think that that's going to be – I think you're right. I think that that's going to be fun. We will have to make our way over to Pool F. Pool F has a lot of intrigue here. Okay? Yes, it's a – yeah. It's a I'll, really fun pool. Yes. Okay? If anything, for just hear what I'm about to say, and you'll and you'll appreciate it. We get to see Westlake's new quarterback. Yeah. Like life without Kate Klubnick begins. Mm-hmm. We will get to see what they're doing at quarterback and see Shaden Greathouse and see the playmakers. Right? We get to see the Austin Westlake show. Four pin Mar- show. Four pin Marshall. Four pin Marshall. Always loaded with playmakers. I think their secondary has a chance to be really, really good and challenge people. Shocking. Fort Ben Marshall is loaded with speed. McKinney. Keldrick Luster. Keldrick Luster's worth the price of admission by himself. Right. Keldrick Luster might be the single might be the single best player in the division. One he's track. such a good he's a great quarter. He he can single he was when he gets on a roll, he's borderline oh, unstoppable. Yeah. He looks like a linebacker. And he looks like he's forty six. Mm-hmm. I mean he looks like a he looks like like the uncle who comes out and plays all-time quarterback for both teams, he looks like that. He just comes out and just drops dimes all over the place. And El Paso Coronado is going to be the, the team that gets forgotten here. But yeah. I will tell you this. El Paso Coronado, if you look up and down their roster and the skill position guys, they seem like like guys like Cade Little and guys like their – they've got a tight end named Mateo Grajeda who's a 6'5", 240-pound tight end. Just throw it up to him. They have all the markings of one of those teams that just like ruins someone else. They're going to be a pesky. Yes. There was one year. It was 2010-2011. El Paso Riverside had had a big tight end, and they were just pesky. And they got all the way. They got all the way to the quarterfinals and lost in overtime. Yeah. Coronado could be that pesky El Paso team that just just 
is a pain in everyone's butt. And and pool and, and the, the other thing is like El Paso Cornell, like they got a new coach and Mike Pry, and I guarantee you he's telling he's going up to them. He's like, guys, you're in there with some big dogs. Mm-hmm. I bet they're going to talk about how you have, don't have a chance on Tep and Step. Those sirens, are they, are they, are those sirens outside coming to get pickle. They're coming to get pickle. Yeah, I will like. They're going to go out there. They're going to play play. They're going to play with piss and vinegar. Let's mm-hmm. be honest. They're mm-hmm. going to play with piss and vinegar. Because chip on their shoulder. Game one, they get Westlake, and you better believe that they're like whatever. Let's just yeah. go out there and play the three-time defending yeah. champs. Like let's just see what happens. Yeah. Like let it, let it hang. We probably can't. We're probably never going to play them in real football. Right. We're probably have no chance to beat him in real football, so why the hell not? Just Let it hang. Yeah. I think Pool F's going to be a heck of a lot of fun. Okay. Give me your uh, – give, give me your – what was next on this? Team I'm excited uh, to team, watch. Give me a team you're excited to, to watch. I'm going to go to Pool P. I want to watch Corpus Christi Miller. Not because I watched him last week. I want to watch Corpus Christi Miller play against this competition yeah. and see how they fare against teams that, that can athletically challenge them. I think it's a fascinating test. Corpus Christi Miller, a lot of the times, can athletically just dominate people in South Texas. They won't be able to just athletically dominate this pool. I want to see how they react and how they react to being challenged. If they react in a positive manner, I think that bodes well for Miller and their chances in 5A Division One. Um, they didn't. It didn't bode well for them last year. They didn't react positively when they got challenged in the game that I saw them against Waco La Vega, and they had kind of had a down year. So I want to see if they've matured a little bit and grown up and can face that challenge against a really good pool. Because Corpus Christi Miller is uber talented. Yes, they They're, absolutely are. But how will they? How do they fare being challenged, and how do they fare against some negative adversity? I'm gonna go to Pool H. I want to see PSJ North. Now PSJ North. Wait till you get your magazine. Mm-hmm. We have high hopes for. Dropping out of 581, they're in Region 4, which is pretty uh, available. It's pretty wide open. Pretty wide open. Mm -hmm. They they have a quarterback in Alejandro Aparicio, who is a, I believe, the newcomer of the year last year. They have got some playmakers, especially in the secondary, like Nick Ganoa. This, and they're in a pool, in Pool H, Byron Nelson, Round Rock Westwood, Alvachado Creek is going to be very, very good. That second, that that second, second spot, spot is there up for, for grabs. Them. It's it there is. for them. Mm-hmm. If they grab that second spot and they get in, heck, maybe they win a maybe they win a, a game in the in the knockout rounds. Mm-hmm. I'm this is this is me waiting to see. Give I want an opportunity to to double down on us buying in on PSJ North because we we have we think mm-hmm. they're going to be pretty good. If they go out there and they show out in College Station, then it's like okay. Feeling good about our investment here. Yeah. Like they're they're a hipster pick for us and, and we feel pretty good. The other one that I'll throw out there is Abilene. I want to see Abilene. I want to see if they figured out quarterback situation. I I texted uh with uh with with their coach earlier today. He said Dylan Slack has been the guy that's yeah. that's played quarterback. Saw him in the in the SQT defensive and you look at some of their results and the SQTs before they qualified. They're, they're sec- Abilene high secondary is really, really good. Mm-hmm. The quarterback situation, the offense has been a little up and down. In right. quali- that, like they lost, they went to the, the Lubbock SQT and got to the semifinals mm-hmm. and lost 13 to 7. If you give up 13 points in 7 on 7, you should win. Yes. But they only scored 7 and they lost. Now, the next week when they went at their own SQT, they beat Frisco Reedy 20 to 6 to qualify. So, again, their defense, outstanding. The offense has been a little shaky. I think that they got to get some. They got to stretch the defense a little bit. They've been they they relied real heavily on a lot of dink and dunk, mm-hmm. and you got to be perfect when you're doing that. You need to hit some big plays at some point. All right, Matthew, give me two picks to click uh, in the Division One bracket. 
Uh, Shadow Creek is one. I really, I think you know Duke They're Butler at quarterback, third year starter, loaded all the skill Coach's positions. Kid, yeah. Coach's kid, Shadow Creek, and then Colleyville Heritage. Mm-hmm. Colleyville Heritage, the uh, alma mater of uh, one Ben Baby, um, has been really, really good in qualifying. Um, they are a team that I think could win it all. Colleyville Heritage is is legit contender. All right, I'm gonna go with. Because you, you, you still those those are teams I pretty feel pretty good about. I okay. I'm gonna go with a Central Texas team and a Houston area team. I, I already mentioned the Woodlands. I think the Woodlands could win it. And the Woodlands, of course, has been very good at seven on seven historically. Like yeah. they're a team that that they're always at they're state. Always at state. This could be the year that they go there, especially with maybe Ruma Tower. The other one now they got to get through. Let me make sure I'm not talking out of school. They got to get. No, I think they're in a manageable pool. I think Dripping Springs can win it. I think Dripping mm-hmm. Springs, and especially you want to talk about them moving up to 6A, going into the season with a chip on their shoulder, if they walk in with a belt and say, no, we're the 7-on-7 seven seven state champs, I think they've got an opportunity to do that. It's a good quarterback pool with DJ yeah. Lagway from Willis and then Austin Novosad from yeah. Dripping Springs. It's a good quarterback pool. I think they've got an opportunity to make to make a run. I, I also wouldn't be surprised if literally any of the four teams from Pool E won it. Like, so, like you could be like, hey, winner of Pool E won it. It's like, yeah, okay, mm-hmm. I got it. DeSoto, East Lake Hep, you know, uh, uh, Hightower, Lake Travis, I could see that there. Lake Travis, of course, was in the game, title game last year. Lost yeah. to Hebron. Perennial powerhouse. Yeah, so um, it'll be fun. I'm, I'm excited to see it. Uh, I mean, think about the teams we didn't even mention. Like, we're going to get to see College Station, and we're going to see presumably Marquise Collins play. Hopefully, we'll yeah. see. Um, Temple. I'm very excited to see Temple. They got playmakers yeah. all over the field. Hope. I, I don't think Mikhail Harrison Pilot is going to be there unless he, he's got an official. He had an official visit scheduled to Cal, mm-hmm. like literally that Friday. Maybe he reschedules and goes to State Seven on Seven, but I. I'm hoping he, he. I saw him. He was at the Temple at the Abilene SQT. Looked great. Mm. Um, so hopefully he's there. But Temple's got playmakers even even if he's gone. Uh, Austin LBJ. I'm excited to see what yeah. they 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 do. Uh, Katie Jordan in that same pool. Katie mm-hmm. Jordan. We get our first eyes uh, on, on them. Uh, and yeah, there's there's playmakers. Aldine Eisenhower, Ryan Niblett. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's it's a loaded it's Division a, One's just crazy. Division deep. One's just like yeah. like the reason that you're gonna see all the recruit dorks. Out there, we love you. Almost all of them We're who too. are our friends. Uh, the reason they're going to be out there is, is because this is, and this is a really, it's usually this way, but it's not always this way. This is a star-studded yeah. group. Of there's teams. there's so much content for those guys. Yeah. If you like recruiting, the content those guys are going to produce is great. And and the uh, the legendary working sessions from the hotel. Ah uh, yes, as well. we'll be, we will be doing that yeah. afterwards. Um, all right. Um, we're driving cool. down Wednesday after the show, right? You're dri- the show. I'm driving from uh, from that. I got to work Wednesday. From big but, boy job, but you'll yeah. meet us down there, and then we're yeah. I'll, I'll be there right around the same time as you now. Guys. And we've we'll pull back the curtain a little bit. We have we have left it up to uh, our rookie. editorial rookie, yes, uh, Mallory Hartley to pick. She's not a seven on seven rookie. She came yeah. last year, but she was was she still an intern last year? Or was she? I think she signed, but I think she was upper. Oh no, no, she, she was still signed, an intern last still year. Still intern, yeah. But she, it was after coaching school yeah. when she signed, yeah. Um, but we will. Um, She's officially on staff now. So she we, is now. We've challenged her to pick dinner in on Wednesday. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. She's she's said she's uh, talked with some sources. Mm-hmm. She's conferred with some sources. Oh, so already, already, I like it. And already and working the sources. She's got a place that she feels good about. Okay. So we'll see. We'll see. A the lot hands out. on this. Yeah, the jury's out on this. Yeah. So we will roast her. Um, <laughs> we will roast her without mercy and if it fails. Speaking of roasting, um, it will be very hot. So if you go to these, I'm begging you. And there's not a lot of shade. I'm begging you. Please drink water. Like, yeah, drink water, a lot of water, sunscreen. Like, 
do the things that you're supposed to do when it's like hot. Because this is like as much as we like joke, like oh man, we're gonna be very very hot, blah blah. blah. Like this is borderline dangerous hot. Like yeah. I don't worry about the kids. No. The kids are in better shape than any of us yes. will ever dream of. It's the it's the Especially if you have like a, you know, I, I know the grandparents want to get out there. If if you're bringing, if you're if you're bringing your parents, your grandparents out there, please be careful. Like yes. drink a lot of water. It's it's hot. Like it's yes. it's the middle of summer in Texas, and it's a hot summer this year. So be careful. Yeah. Drink a lot of water. Drink water even when you're not thirsty. Yes. Like please. Yes, please do. You know, so it's it's like so the kids are gonna be fine. They're in great shape. They're used to this heat. Some of the media, we're out, we're out there. We're used to, we've been out in the heat. We're used to it. But you know, if you're if you're not used to the heat, you're not out a lot. Be careful. Take take. You know, if you don't feel well, go go sit, go sit in the AC for a little. Go, yes. Go get in your car. Sit in the AC. There's for There's nothing while. wrong with that, guys. Yeah. There's nothing wrong so, with that. Um. Uh. But yeah. So we're and then th- Thursday. So Wednesday night we'll have our team dinner. Yep. At Mallory's choosing. We're gonna. We're, we've been going to Third and Main the past couple of years, and so we're, yeah. But but I you know I think this, you know as the head of editorial, I thought this was an important test for yeah. our new. Uh, and then Thursday, Friday, we'll we'll uh, we'll have working sessions in the hotel. We'll uh, record lots of content coming. Even Thursday yeah. and Friday, we'll have um, some video recaps from the hotel. Lots of highlights will be cut. Maybe even if you're watching the broadcast Thursday, Friday, Saturday uh, appearances from the DCTF editorial oh, staff on there. Yeah, you you called the championship game last called year. Called the championship so. game last year. So, so, you know, on, on the colors. And so. I think I'm riding the gamer for the D3. I the think, D3 yeah, game. Did you get D2 or D1? I don't know what I signed myself. Oh. <laughs> I think, two, I think yeah. D2. I, I know I got D3. I don't know. Well, I'll figure it out. But whatever the case may be, we'll have you covered, Sim to Cern. Uh, I am comfortable saying this. Nobody covers 7-on-7 seven seven like we do. No. Nobody. No. Um, We're crazy people. We we go over the top. So yeah. uh, make sure you... We've been covering it since SQT's got... St- I mean, we cover it, SQT's all the way through. Mm-hmm. It's And people ask, why do you cover 7-on-7? Seven seven? So, so you know, st- you know, I get I get you want to cover the state tournament. Why do you cover the SQT's? Guys, it's easy content. Like, easy there's content. Easy so content much con in a slow time of year. In the slow time of year. Yeah. Like, the the preeminent slow time of year. Regardless so. of what you think of 7-on-7 seven seven and how important it is, it's content for us. So, so we're going to be bugging coaches. Do you want to tell the John King story? Because Longview will be there. And Longview, by the way, we should mention a Division One contender. I told John King that uh, you would interview him at State 7-on-7. He was incredulous. Yes, he was uh, quite quite displeased with this uh, this breaking news that I was going to come interview him. So uh, look forward to that on Texas Football. Among other things. Yes. All right. There it is. There's your 7-on-7 preview edition of Tep and Step. We do thank you for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football mm-hmm. subscriber. Tell your friends. Uh, if, if you uh, for, Tell your friends that uh, if they forgot to get something for their dad for Father's Day, mm. uh, this is a nice makeup. It get is. Them a subscription Should we say we're not going to have magazines at 7-on-7? No. Uh, if you, we've kind of been – we've tried to tell you guys, but uh, we'll say it again because we'll just say it wherever we can. Uh, we, we are having uh, supply chain issues like mm-hmm. pretty much mm-hmm. everywhere, um, and so we will not have magazines this year. Uh, magazines are still being printed right now. Yeah, there aren't any in the office. We don't have. I literally, I don't have one for me. Yeah. And I'm, I made it. You know what I mean? <laughs> so uh, you birthed the magazine. <laughs> not not visual. by my. To be clear, not by myself. But uh, that's even a worse visual. Yeah. Um, but uh, we we do not we will not have magazines. So please don't yell at us. Uh, but we will be available trying, for Jennifer. selfies. So yeah. Yeah. come Tepper likes surprise hugs. That's you know that's not true. But yeah. we're we're trying, Jennifer. We're trying to get we're, your magazines. I'm trying, Jennifer. Yeah. That's good dude for us. Thanks for being a Dave Campbell's Texas football subscriber. Step, thanks for your courage. Thank you. We'll see you in San Antonio for next Tep and Step. Uh, on location in San Antonio. Yeah, wow. That sounds fun. On Tep and Step.